the college football experience week five DFS preview and picks for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday morning, Saturday night episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Once again, download the app. Use that promo code CFBX to get $20 off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, play the underdog pick them in college or NFL. It went up to 20 times the amount of money you can enter in one game. Plus, every single Sunday we're giving away a hunt. They're giving away a hundred K every single Sunday. Simply remarkable. Um use the promo code SGPN and underdog fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. And we're also brought to you by VEASAN. Sign up now, save 40% off with their football season special when you use the promo code SGP over at VEASAN.com slash subscribe promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by hall of fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Saturday night. We got it all covered. Um, and we're just excited for I think it's a great week of college football. Low key. Um, look, you're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to, and that's fair. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. We got games tonight. We got the Stallone Bowl. You know, we got CUSA battles. Got just premier matchups. Friday, Louisville, NC State. Utah, Oregon State, Cincinnati, BYU. A loaded card. UTEP, LaTeX, knock 100 miles of hate Thursday. We got a lot we're going with here. And obviously, Saturday's a loaded card as well. I am joined by my co host, the DFS God himself. Give it up for it. We invite you to come play DFS with us. A lot of fun. Shh, you know, a couple bucks. Just trash talking rights and get yourself an extra. If you beat us, you might get yourself an extra Molson at the bar. All right. Uh, <laughs> look, 
Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, a free lot giving. Former, former, her basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? Oh, what's going on is we got a little DFS going. Yeah. And I got some players that I, I really, I really think are going to beat the tar out of you this week. All right. It's what you say every week. I don't know if it's happened yet. So no, but to your point earlier, yeah, this week might not have the headline games you had last week, but sometimes the, the, the slept on weeks are the craziest ones. And also it's great from a DFS perspective because we have three games on Thursday, four games on Friday. We don't have any of those showdown contests with just one game or just two games. So I think it's a, a pretty fire slate for DFS. You know, we got four good ones. So I'm, I'm ready to jump in, but we, first we need to recap uh, last week. If you're ready. Yeah, let's do it. The main slate Odin's Ravens won, and our, our bold junior came in second. I won the side bet Jacoby George had 14 points. He had a decent game. Your boy, uh, Tarbosh Dawson on the, the, on Colorado, his day was like most of the Buffalo's offense. Not very good. Just four fancy points. I got you on that one. And then uh, in the night slate, uh, DTF 0402 wins. SJ Collins 724 comes in second. I also took you down in the side bet. Jonathan Brooks, the uh, Texas running back, had a big day, 28 fantasy points. You went with Diggs, one of the LSU running backs, who only put up 11. So uh, the other side bet we had was Friday night, uh, Burke versus Eldridge, the uh, Air Force running backs, but Burke didn't play. Yeah. And my fantasy team still upset about that. All right. I had no idea that I, I didn't think Burke was hurt. There wasn't any, you know, it's just one of those, somebody doesn't play and nobody says anything. <laughs> How Fantastic. about that? Yeah. That happens a lot. Uh, well, my fantasy team actually for uh, not DFS, but for fantasy, I have had a player not play every single week. Hey, and I'm winning. Football. I'm winning a couple games. All right. One one of the struggles with college football, whether it be season long fantasy or DFS, is that the intelligence you get isn't quite as good as uh, the pro league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's jump into it. But before we jump into it, I want to tell you that the college football experience DFS show for Week Five is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having at that very event. Uh, so check it out. I mean, look, the game time uh, game time also offers this unbelievable guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. In fact, if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the, the game time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply, create that account. CFBX is that redeeming code for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Uh, look, underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times the amount of money in a single game by going five for five. And from now until October 4th, underdog is matching hundred percent of the first deposits up to $500. Oh, did I mention they're also giving away a hundred thousand dollars every Sunday? Woo. 
Yes, I repeat, a hundred thousand dollars every single Sunday. They got Woo. two two million dollars in total prizes for the all season long contest. They're also giving out ten thousand dollars to ten different random people each and every week. There's new sweepstakes every single week of the NFL season, so you want to stay tuned. Uh, so watch along, make picks, and maybe make a little extra cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, UnderdogFantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to five hundred dollars. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, we are back on the college football experience, Week Five DFS preview and picks, and let's just get into it. Uh, Thursday night, tonight, three games, yeah. And you know you have a, a wide over unders. So the Middle Tennessee West Kentucky by far the highest with uh, with sixty. Temple Tulsa fifty five, not too shabby. And then you got Jacksonville State Sam Houston all the way down with a thirty six and a half over under. So uh, I don't know about you. I only had one guy in that last game because that should be you know a defensive struggle rock fight kind of a game. I believe I only had one guy as well. Well, look at that. How about quarterbacks? Did you have two? I did. You? I did. Uh, you know, I'm going with my fantasy guy. Actually, well, the high price quarterback is Austin Reed. I think you got a roster Austin Reed uh at eighty eight hundred dollars. This is the starting quarterback for Western Kentucky. Right. He was there in this system a year ago. Uh previously a D two transfer at, at West Florida. Lit up college football last year. Could have left to go to a bigger school, came back to the Hilltoppers. And in a rivalry game against a team that's defense is they're not horrible, but they're not good either, as far as CSA standards go. So Austin Reed, eighty eight hundred dollars. They also run the air raid and never run the ball. So uh love that. Yeah, I mean he's gonna have really high ownership, but play the music. I have him too. There we go. Austin Reed. Uh my second quarterback is my fantasy quarterback. EJ Warner. Warner. Play the music. So th- yeah, yeah, go ahead and play it, then I'll talk. Son of Kurt Warner, EJ Warner. Kurt's gotta be devastated to see him throw it out in football weather and shit. Kurt Warner once again. The guy who said all football games should be in the dome. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, Kurt. But your son is a stud and I don't trust the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. So I think they're gonna be able to fire the laser all over the field. Uh, what's your analysis well, so, there on that? Yeah, so I think the question is: so I, I, I have a lot of money left over. Um, I could have rostered Logan Smothers, the Jacksonville State dual threat option, who is actually playing some pretty good football. He has four rushing touchdowns in the last three games. Last week against Eastern Michigan, he went eighteen for one eighteen on the ground. Doesn't do a whole lot through the air. I think he's a viable option, but I just think that game is going to be so low scoring. I wanted to favor the other games. So, and I didn't have enough money for the, the MTSU quarterback, Nicholas Vatiato, who also is, I, I think that's a pretty good option too. If you wanted to go during Kentucky and MT, M, MTSU game stack quarterbacks, I think it's a pretty good option, but those are the most expensive. So yeah, that's why I agreed with you and settled with Warner and Reed. What do you think about the other quarterbacks on the slate? No, I think that there's only other one. There's only other one, like one you should play in my opinion, and that's Middle Tennessee. So, yeah, shop to you drop, especially customers. with the unknown with the injuries at Tulsa. Is Braylon Braxton gonna play? 
Uh, I think you just steer clear of that. So, um, so we agree on the quarterbacks. Yeah, running back. And also, he, oh, one more thing though, EJ Warner. You know, he hasn't had a big game yet. He hasn't thrown for 300 yards yet this season. And this is a guy that threw for over 500 in the season finale against ECU and over 400 two weeks before that against Houston. So I think he's due for a big game through the air. This might just be it. Yes, 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 yes. In the Stallone Bowl, you got to take him. Uh, you got to like a, a, a feisty underdog in the Stallone Bowl. Um, <laughs> exactly. At the running back spot, my top running backs. First off, I only did two running backs. How about you? Uh, yes, only two also. So I don't like where this is going already because usually you're a three running back guy. You have your like, you know, your recipe and you usually stick to it. And I also have uh, $2,700 left over. Woo, I only had 1800 extra. Uh, this is going to be fun. So you, so you could have rostered Vadiato, but you decide not to, huh? Nope. Get the fuck out of here, Vadiato. Okay, well, All right. Well, who, <laughs> who's your top running back? My top running back, I'm going to the only player that I'm playing in this Jacksonville State, uh, Sam Houston State game. And that is Malik Jackson at 5,900. He is their top rusher, 64 rushes, 376 yards, almost six yards of rush. The only thing is, he only has two touchdowns. Uh, on the ground, that is. I guess he might have. No, no, he he doesn't have one in the air either. But I mean, I think it's the one work. I like to get Rich Rodriguez's backfield. You never know when they could just have a gigantic day. But even if you look at you know Eastern Michigan, he was twenty-one for one twenty-seven, six yards of carry. Would have liked to see a touchdown there. Even at Coastal, when they had to come from behind, eighteen rushes, seventy-three yards. That was his worst outing of the season. Still over four point one yards of rush. Um, and then East Tennessee State, he had 100 yards as well. I and, and UTEP 76 yards as well, and he seems to be getting more carries as the season prolongs. That is why well, he's I getting have more Malik carries Jackson. because Ron Wiggins is out. So uh, I think I, yeah, they were kind of sharing the backfield. One, I think w- Wiggins got hurt early in that Coastal Carolina game, and and Malik Jackson is now you know firmly entrenched as their RB one, which unfortunately means I rostered him as well. So so far we're three for three. Wow. Malik Jackson. What's that? I do have a higher price running back. So it sounds like finally we'll have a difference. And I, I, you know, in our picks pod last night, I took Tulsa. Now with Tulsa's quarterback situation, kind of a mess. I'm not sure who their top receivers are. I'm going to lean on their running game. And for 6.1 K I rostered Anthony Watkins who uh, look temple has been gashed on the ground by Miami and Rutgers. Granted, you know, Tulsa is not Miami or Rutgers, but uh, Watkins is beginning to separate himself from Jordan Ford and the other Tulsa backs last week against NIU 23 for 91 and a touchdown. I do expect the Tulsa running game to get going a little bit. Funny. You mentioned that funny. You mentioned that because I will play it the other way around here. I will play it as I think Tulsa is a little bit of fool's gold. All right. So my running back, Stan Drayton is a former running backs coach at temple. And if I can get, you know, the, 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 his top horse as uh, you know, yeah, I know they're on the road, but Joquez Smith at 30 rushes, 191 yards, 6.4 yards of rush. And I kind of think he is their most explore, uh, explosive player. He's a freshman. He is a freshman. 
So look, he didn't play in the Akron game, right? Against Norfolk State, he had 15 rushes, 142 yards. Now they only gave it to him six times in Miami against Miami. They were down a shit ton of points, so they were just throwing the ball every play. I think they're going to establish the run, and I think Jaquez Smith, the freshman from Tampa, Florida, is going to have a big game for the Owls. You make it that also, play. You're also very uh, you. You often do this uh, unorthodox quarterback running back stack. <laughs> so. I, I, nothing against Joe Quest Smith, but I, I think Hubbard and Sadie also get touches in that backfield. So I don't think he has. I, I don't know if he's like you know he's certainly not a bell cow or something. So I don't mind the play, but what's his price again? Uh, fifty one hundred. So so you could have easily paid another thousand because you had the money for Anthony Watkins. I, I think Tulsa's running back has a better day than Joe Quest Smith, which probably sets us up as a pretty nice side bet. Let's go. Watkins Let's go. versus Smith. I actually was thinking down. I was actually thinking about going with the middle Tennessee back, but do we know that do we know a status on uh the health of peasant? Middle Tennessee State has been really sh- screwing with us lately. Last week there was a couple guys that weren't even on the depth chart, so people were assuming they were injured and then and, and peasant was one of them and then they went ahead and played. So I'm steering clear of that. I mean, Peasant's but, but a solid you, guy. Here's why that's a value play, though: is Western Kentucky's run defense is not known yeah. for, uh, <laughs> you know, right. Not, and and Peasant was was productive last year. I recall rostering him a couple of times myself. My problem is if they're really going to be tight to the vest with information, then I'm going to steer clear of it. And now, I mean that that makes it a gamble, and that, that makes Peasant's ownership probably pretty low. But uh, if you if you look at last year, uh, you know Peasant, he ran for seven hundred seventy five yards and nine touchdowns. So he's not a bad play if he plays. Or you could go Irwin Poindexter with Western Kentucky. My thing is, no, I'm staying pat with with Smith. He's a home run threat. He's got two touchdowns on the season. Watkins versus Smith is the first side bet. So moving on, we each have three. Four receivers, four. four receivers. That's right. Um, who's your, who's your top dog? My I, top, I, I'm pretty sure we can play the music, right? Yeah. My, my, my Malachi Corley. He's a fucking stud. 21 catches, 250 yards, two touchdowns. He's the best receiver playing. I'm going to make this case. Best receiver playing on Thursday night. A uh, hundred miles. I don't think there's any question. <laughs> yeah. Again, Let's go. Yeah. Play the music. Guy Corley, Western Kentucky Hilltopper. Again, right. him, him, and Austin Reed are going to be chalky as hell, but I think you have to roster them because they're not that expensive. So last week, last year's game, McCorley caught ten balls for over hundred yards versus MTSU. There's no reason why he's not going to do the same. He even put up twenty fantasy points against um, Ohio State and Troy the last two games. So yeah. in general, Western Kentucky's passing offense currently ranked 29th in the country. With only CUSA teams left on the schedule, you're going to see that number go up and up and up, and they're going to be they're going to end up with a top ten passing attack. And the trick about rostering any other receivers is that they got a bunch of guys that are like questionable. So I only rostered poorly, and you know that's my one stack. Be nice to get a double stack in this game, but I didn't feel confident in any other. Hilltop oh, receivers. I went with a double stack. I loaded up for fifty six hundred on Easton Messer. 
Second leading receiver, 18 for 237, two touchdowns on the season. So uh, they also give him the ball a little bit on those reverses. Um, yeah, so I loaded up with him too. I just think that's dangerous if Dalvin Smith comes back and plays, if Matheson comes back and plays. You know, then then he's probably no longer their second option. He might be their fourth option. So that's the gamble I decided to steer clear. The team I did do a double stack with, which and also this was a gamble too, because one of these guys has a questionable tag. But I locked up Ahmad Anderson and the other Temple receiver, Dante Wright, for 5.5K and 5.4K. So I got a double stack with the Temple passing attack. Well, I have Ahmad Anderson, so I will play the music there. He's a stud. I mean, the guy is lighting up. 21 catches, 297 yards. They also have Dante Wright, but I'm going to call out. I mean, I like the stack there because I think Temple's going to be firing the ball all over the field. Um, but. Uh, do you have well, you have one more guy left, right? I do, and you had to scroll down pretty low to find his price tag. I hope maybe with all the extra money you had, you didn't scroll that low because I think this guy is in store for a nice game. We saw him last week catch eleven balls for ninety-five yards and a touchdown. Emerging, yeah, Elijah Metcalf. Come on, man! You got a chance to roster a Metcalf? Do it. Yeah. Yeah, Eric Metcalf, friend of the program, and uh, look, Elijah Metcalf, twenty-two catches, one hundred ninety-two yards, eight. Is this his son? I don't think so. There's got, there's got to be some kind of relation, right? Could be, could be there, but uh, yeah, we we'll look into that. Where's Noah? Yeah, he's not, he's not with us on this journey, but uh, this is someone that's getting more and more involved with the offense, I think, and obviously eleven for ninety-five and a touchdown. He's only a four K. Get the ball to Elijah Metcalf. Um. Yeah. So we had a lot of the same players. I feel like. Yeah, uh, we had what at least four, and yeah, you know, we might have somewhat chalky lineups, but I just think most people are going to steer clear, mostly of that Jacksonville State Sam Houston game. So that really only leaves four teams. So you're going to have some similarities. Certainly true. Okay, now let's jump on over to Friday night. Friday night we got four games: Louisville, NC State, with an over under fifty five, which is the highest. Then you got La Tech, UTEP, with fifty and a half. Cincy, BYU, forty nine and a half, and the projected lowest scoring game of Utah, Oregon State, at forty four and a half. Let's go! And um, yeah, I mean this is a great slate for a Friday night. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, did you? Do, I went two quarterbacks here. Did you? Yes, yes, I did. Um, this, this slate was a bit challenging for me to put it together. I moved pieces around a few times. Ultimately I settled on your boy, Jack Plummer for 8.5 K fresh off dropping 44.7 points on BC international man of mystery, Jack Plummer getting it done. Let's go easy play. And uh, you know, this NC state passing uh, uh, the, their secondary, they're struggling a little bit. I mean, Calandria UVA's true freshman just threw for two seventy and two touchdowns Hartman for Notre Dame threw for two eighty six and four touchdowns. And I think Louisville's passing attack is better than UVA's or Notre Dame. So originally I was, I was not rostering plumber. I said, what am I doing? Louisville's the best passing team in this whole Friday slate. Even if they're on a, on the road in a tricky spot, let me roster Plummer. Yeah, yeah, makes a lot of sense. And uh, 
Well, my second quarterback, because I have Jack Plummer, international man of mystery, is in Provo, Utah. Keaton oh, Slovis. Play the music. Oh man. He just threw for 357 yards against the Kansas Jayhawks. He also, last time he was home, threw for 348, four touchdowns. We got the same uh, rosters. Another secondary, which isn't playing great, is Cincinnati. We just saw uh, Oklahoma throw for over 300. Even Brett Gabbert at Miami of Ohio had a good day throwing for 225 and three touchdowns. Even Jerkovsky threw for three touchdowns against Cincinnati a few weeks ago. So lots of yardage and air coming against Cincinnati. What do you think about the other quarterbacks on that slate? You weren't interested in Brennan Armstrong nope. or DJU? Uh, I thought about potentially DJU, but I still think the strength of Utah's team this year <laughs> is their defense. Um, I, yeah. So I originally had DJU in and I, and I had extra money. Actually, no. Yeah, I, I did. And that's when I brought in Plummer instead of DJU. Yeah, I kind of just went right to Plummer and Slovis. Yeah. You know, when you're a sharp like me, you know, uh, love for uh, Emory Jones, Patty C's boy. I could see him having a decent day, but I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like they're on the road. I trust Slovis. The only thing that can burn you with Slovis is injuries. Um, yeah. I, and, but typically, I like to get at least one of my quarterbacks to be able to do something with his legs. And we got a couple of statues here. Uh, I don't know. Plumber runs it a little bit. Well, he's, he's lawn chair ish. Or or lawn chair adjacent. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. no. I, I, he's not a lawn chair to me. He right. he he runs around a little bit. You, now, you Slovis is with, a lawn chair. Man of mystery, Jack Plummer. <laughs> Fucking legend, buddy. All right, now let's go. I have three running backs, and uh, I want to know: Are you finally? Are you finally buying into my boy? Say what? Oh yeah, yeah. Play the music again, Jawar Jordan. Can I make a case that he should be mentioned for Heisman Trophy? He has three straight games over 100 yards. He has at least a touchdown in every game this year, five total touchdowns. I think at this point he's on an undefeated team. I think he belongs in the conversation. Why not? At a fucking long Island, New York too. Is he? Uh, Yeah. I mean, dude, this guy, they only give him 18 rushes the past two weeks. He's over a hundred yards. Before that, only seven rushes, 135 yards. Before that, only seven rushes, 96 yards. He's scored every week, but also don't sleep on what he does receiving the ball. Last week, one catch, 75 yards, touchdown. All right. He is a home run threat every fucking time he touches the ball. He's a complete stud. And I think Jeff Brown is really going to utilize him to the fullest. So, yeah, we will play that music. If you haven't watched this kid, I highly recommend it. He is a fucking stun. Again, I don't, I don't love the matchup, but I, you know, he's, he is the best running back on the slate. So I think you fit him in there. He might well, not have his best game of the season, but he'll still have a solid game. I still think he'll get his man. Even though I, I like NC state's defensive line. Yeah. Brom is so good at offensive play calling. I believe he'll find ways. It might not be just lining up under center and running it. It might be, you know, a jet sweep here or a uh, screen pass there. He's going to find ways. I think that's how that's the blueprint for Louisville winning this game is finding ways to get Jawad Jordan, the ball in the open field. I like it. Uh, my second running back. It's my boy fantasy. Cause look, I understand Utah's defense is good, but I still think Oregon state's offensive line, no matter who they play, 
they're going to get theirs. All right. I think this offensive line, they return all five starters from a year ago. And if you followed Martinez's uh, track record throughout the, year, the only concern is he doesn't get the ball. They seem to bring in another back in the red zone, but I mean, last week, 17 for 81, they had to throw the ball, but every other week besides that a hun- over a hundred yards, they're at home. I fully expect him to have a hundred yard day here. I think he's a safe play. I mean, he almost has a hundred yards every time Oregon state goes on the field, but again, I don't think it's the best matchup. So he's not going to have the best game of, of his season and I didn't have enough money for him. So here is our first <laughs> difference. My second and last running back is a UTEP minor. And uh, this guy I think has surplanted Dion the tank Hankins as the RB one for the minors. Went 19 for 99 and a touchdown. Also catching three balls for 30 yards versus UNLV last week. And it's Torrance Burgess for 5.9K. Wow. La Tech, they don't have a strong run game. I think if Utah, if UTEP gets anything on the ground or anything offensively, it's going to be on the ground. Keep going with your boys. Keep going with your boys <laughs> with the minors. By the way, I didn't roster anybody in uh, the game with the lowest uh, over under the Utah Oregon State game. Really? No, Nobody. that. I I didn't roster anyone in the uh, UTEP La Tech game. <laughs> I think both teams right. suck. But well, that's uh, true. But that doesn't. I mean, uh, we don't care about that when we're playing DFS, right? Sometimes teams that suck can put up some good points. Was it the seventeen points that they put up on uh, FIU <laughs> that sold you? Um, do, would, do you trust the Louisiana Tech rushing defense? Yeah, I mean. Not really, but I also don't trust the UTEP rush offense. <laughs> hey, you just ran for a hundred yards against UNLV. <laughs> I Moving just think along, Damian Martinez, uh, my third running back. I'm taking you back to Provo. Uh, my boy, LJ Martin, 56 rushes, 223 yards, two touchdowns. Speaking of El Paso, he's from El Paso, Texas. Couldn't put up the fence, could you, Dana Dimmel? Uh, because. <laughs> This freshman has really emerged. Uh, 56, like I said, 56 rushes, 223 yards, two touchdowns. I know Kansas bottled him up some, but once again, go back to some of the other performances, mainly the Arkansas game and the Sam Houston State game. And uh, yeah, I think it's worth a, uh, I think he's only going to get better in his career as we go week by week. Again, the very unorthodox quarterback running back stat for Pick Dundee. <laughs> That's right, baby. Let's go. All right. All right. Uh, so I have what um, four receivers. So I'll start here and we might have to play the music again. Cause I know he's your boy, but I will take Jamari thrash for 6.6 K. Of course, you know, I'm going to get my guys. All right. It's like, I'm like prime time here. All right. I'm going to get my guys. They're, they're coming with me each and every week. Jamari thrash 6,600. This guy's a fucking stud. Rash um, also has at least one touchdown in every game this season, a total of five touchdowns on the year. He is the wide receiver one for Louisville. Very true. Uh, 400 yards receiving already tw- almost 22 yards a catch. Um, and actually if I could get my second guy out, he's actually $200 more expensive than thrash. I forgot. I had smoke dog. I've been rostering smoke Harris in DFS for at least three years now. I love the fact that he's their possession guy catches a ton of balls. He already has two games this year where he's had double digit catches. You didn't roster smoke dog. Nope. I almost did. I had him in the lineup. I, I, uh, I, I, I took him out, took him out. 
The only cause for concern is that who's going to be playing quarterback for La Tech with with Bachmeyer kind of banged up. But considering he is the possession guy, even if you're on a backup, I think it's not like you have a deep threat where the backup might not be able to get him the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right, my second highest price wideout. Taking you to Provo. I think they're gonna be able to pass the ball. And you telling me I got a stud in Isaac Rex, 17 catches, 260 yards. Uh, this guy's a stud. I mean, I he's one of the better tight ends in America, I think. I agree, so. and he's been productive for a few years. I feel like I've been playing him in DFS for like six years. So I also I stacked him with Slovis play the music. What are we doing here? So we got the same lineups. I also stacked him with uh, my final guy, Chase Roberts. 18 catches, 227 yards. You see what he did last week, too? A double stack on BYU. I like to play. Five for 89, had eight targets, right? Come on. I think we found his top guy. So out of Highland, Utah, Chase Roberts. I like it. Uh, BYU's receivers have been tricky this year. We're, we're we're not sure quite who the top dog is because it seems to change every every week. So and plus, you know, with me paying up for Smoke Harris, I didn't have money for a BYU receiver. But I'm going back to the well for my last guy. We talked about him last week. Last week he only had three for twenty two. I still think NC State has to find a way to get Bradley Rosner the ball, especially in the red zone. Throw up some fades or something. 3.7K. I took the rice transfer, Bradley Rosner. You're still you're, might, di- you're dying I, on this hill, aren't you? I'm dying on it, man. It's <laughs> like, dude, they need a big receiver. The guy can go up, you know, make contested catches. I don't see any reason why he he's not getting more targets. <laughs> uh yeah. I mean, look, I, I took him last week. He burned me. So I, I I'm out on him. I'm out on Rosner. I'm out on this NC State offense. Fair and, enough. Uh, Do we have a side bet on this? Is it uh, is it Smoke Dog against your BYU receiver? That's a pretty big price range, though, right? Yeah, I mean, my guy was forty six hundred. How much was Smoke no, Dog? No, yeah, no, he was like six point eight k. That's not fair. Well, I don't know if anything presents itself. Hold on. What about Burgess versus? No, I'm not taking him against Martinez. Martinez is more <laughs> please, too. please, we welcome that. No, no, uh, okay, I guess we're just gonna have to move along and and see what uh, Saturday's in store for. All right. Well, look. Before we get to Saturday's action, I want to tell you that the College Football Experience Week Five DFS Preview and Picks episode is brought to you by Veasan. Yeah, sign up now and save forty percent off football season. The football season special over at Veasan when you use the promo code SGP. At Visa, uh, make sure you use it at vison.com slash subscribe. Once again, promo code SGP. Look, stacking the money green and Ryan Real Money Kramer of the Sports Gamblet Podcast Network. They're doing a show at Visa every Friday night, 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, Visan is on YouTube TV, VSIN, Brett Musburger's network. Um, so uh, head over there and look, they're going head to head with other Visan shows to see who sells the most subscriptions. Uh, the winning show gets a thousand dollar Super Bowl future. The best part is stacking the money and, and real uh, stacking the money and real money. Kramer are going to cut you in on the prize if they win. So step one, go to vcin.com slash subscribe. Use that promo code SGP to sign up. Step two, go to sports gambling slash vcin. 
to submit your proof of purchase. If they win, you'll get to uh, vote on what team to use uh, the thousand dollar Super Bowl future on. And if it hits, you'll get an equal, equal piece of the action. So go to vison.com slash subscribe, use that promo code SGP, then hop over to sports gambling podcast.com slash vison to submit. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, we are back on the college football Main experience. Time. Let's fucking go. Uh Saturdays, you know, uh what do you what'd you make? I I loved my Friday night slate. What'd you think of the Saturday slates? Uh, I love my Saturday main slate that we're about to to give off here. Uh, I think it was probably my favorite one of the weekend. Okay. I told you Friday night I had to move some things around a couple of times. wasn't quite settled on it. Just didn't necessarily come easy to me. Sometimes that's a good sign. Sometimes it's a bad sign. I'm not not sure if it, if it really matters, but I do like this one. Yeah, I didn't really like Saturday nights. Saturday night I thought was tough. Also, yeah. Well, there was fewer games. I think there was only seven games Saturday night compared to the main slate, which had thirteen, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I did go two quarterbacks. I'm assuming you did too. I did as well. Who's your top dog. My top dog is Jalen Daniels because I am not buying in. I'm not, I'm not buying into Texas defense being like this super Ravens, 2000 defense. I, I <laughs> think it's been because they played a bunch of shitty quarterbacks. Personally, I, I really think when you look at it, their best quarterback they've played is JT Daniels, yeah. right? And he's not a dual threat. I don't think he stresses out the defense. That's why he's been transferring to every school in the nation. And you know, after that, it was Jalen Milrow. After that, it was the backup for Wyoming. After that, it was the backup for Baylor. I am not ready to, to crown him. And I think Jalen Daniels is going to get his, no matter who they play, they could play fucking Georgia. And I think he's going to put up his, uh, his, some, some great numbers. So $7,800. Give me Jalen Daniels. I rostered him last week, didn't this week. I, I think it's a fair price for Daniels, who has who still hasn't had a, a really good game this year. You know, last weekend's BYU 22 fantasy points. Solid. You know, not 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 spectacular. Uh against against uh, the fighting line eye, 20 and a half fantasy points. He he doesn't seem, I don't know if it's if it's complete 100 percent healthy or if they've changed the offense to protect him a little bit. I still think he'll have a solid game. So it's it's a safe play. I wonder if his upside is going to be not as high as it was last year. I mean, last year he had some monster games, passing and running. Well, Hasn't they had that yet. They also get bean into the mix some. So yeah, yeah. If you, if you watch uh, them, but though you know what I did it. Ten point five k. You may have heard of him. He's a reigning Heisman champion winner, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. His name is Caleb Williams. And I think USC, it has this game circled against Colorado. And I mean, this game has an over under 73 and a half. No other game on the slate is anywhere near that high. So typically I don't like to spend that much on one guy, but I think Caleb Williams is probably going to put up north of 40 fantasy points. I think it's just a monster game for the USC offense. I know you think Colorado will be able to keep the game fairly close 
because USC's defense isn't very good. Well, that's music to my ears because that means Williams has to play all four quarters. True. True. I mean, I don't think I mean USC is short of the Stanford game. I haven't been so super impressed with their defense. Um, so uh I mean you can't I will not sit there and dissect picking, you know. I right. yeah, it's Caleb Williams. The, um, the only complaint is that you might not want to spend that much on one person, which is understandable. I think it's hilarious sometimes. Like you can tell the hatred. Sometimes people will speak with the hatred. Like in the chat, I think it was on Saturday. No, 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 it was uh, two Saturdays ago. Someone's like, "Kayla Williams is not a very good player. Like y- he's overrated." I'm like, "What are you talking about? He's a you stud. Know, he's, got to, he's got to be the first pick in, in the NFL draft." <laughs> and he throws the ball like there's certain throws that quarterbacks just can't make, and he can do it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know why anybody would say that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because they probably hate USC, and they're just like, okay. "Hey, gotcha." You know, he's overrated. Um, my other quarterback though, I think is a, is a great value play here. I think Texas A&M's defense sucks ass. Uh, and I think Texas A&M's defense looks good last week because Auburn's offense is that bad. Well, guess whose offense is not. I think KJ Jefferson is going to put up some yardage and some points against the Texas A&M Aggies. So at 7,300, I'm going with KJ Jefferson. I like it. I always like KJ Jefferson. Uh, for me, if I'm going to spend up big money on one quarterback and I'm going to roster two quarterbacks, the next guy has to be, you know, like bargain bin. And that's what I did for only 5.7 K. And I want to take you to uh, the fighting Illini, Luke Altmeyer, who, you know, what Purdue Purdue has been getting beat by quarterback rushing. Actually. <laughs> what if I told you Mordecai ran for two touchdowns on them last week. Mordecai is not even like a running quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Week before that the shredder ran for four touchdowns against Purdue. I don't know if these are just crazy outliers or, but Altmeyer has sneaky legs. We saw that with like the yeah. 75 yard touchdown run against Kansas. Yep. So he's, he's quietly putting up other than the Penn state game. He's had 24 points against FAU 31 against Kansas 22 against Toledo. You give me 20 points for 5.7 K. I'm going to chalk it up as a win. Interesting. I, I think it's a solid play. Not in love with the Illinois offense, but not in love with the Purdue defense. So there's, there's that. Uh, yeah. Well, for 5.7 K, you know, it, it, it's, it's what you get. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about running backs. I went with three running backs. How about yourself? Just two, just two. And they're in the same game. Woo. Uh, we'll lead the way then. Uh, Ashton Genty for 6.8 K and Blake Watson for 6.5 K. I went with Ashton Genty. Can't get off. You know, I think San Diego State's got a decent defense and he still killed it. So, uh, but I actually think uh, Boise's rush defense will be all right. That's why I think. What? I mean, that's okay if the rush game is all right because last week Blake, Blake Watson caught nine balls for 83 yards and a touchdown. Before that, Blake Watson caught six for 68. I love both of these running backs because they both catch a bunch of balls. Genty has caught at least four catches. Actually, both both guys at least four catches every game. So these offenses are focused on these guys, you know, to a tenth degree. Uh, And the the pricing is decent in that that mid six K range. So how much? How much is Watson? Both running backs. What? How much is Watson? He is six point five K. I don't have that money. 
Uh, I have Gene T. I don't have Watson, but you know who I do have? I'm taking you back to Austin, Texas. Devin Neal. Like I said, I'm not buying in to Texas being <laughs> being this awesome defensive juggernaut. I think another Devin, quarterback running back stack for Colby. You're, you're goddamn <laughs> right. Devin Neal. And look, especially you want this stack because they do that option read all day. Um yeah, Devin Neal, six K. I mean, these are the two best players on Kansas's offense. I think Kansas will score in the thirties. Uh, so let's go. I rostered the hell out of Neal. Um, I think I did last week also. Last week he didn't have that great of a game. I was kind of surprised. So maybe in store for a bounce back. He is a dynamic, you know, player with ball in his hand. So I like to play also for a, a fair price for only six K. Yeah. So who's your next back, buddy? I only had two. So, you know, I, I blew my load there with Genty and Watson. So why don't you give us your third? Uh, my third, I'm taking you to that filthy, filthy uh, carrier dome, whatever the hell they're calling it. Uh, Will Shipley. I think he bounces back. I think that's the key to Clemson winning this game because I, I think you put the ball in club hands to try to beat you in the air. I think Rocky long is going to make you pay. I think the key is the ground attack for Clemson. Now I know they have two different backs. that kind of spread the ball out, but I think Shipley is their best offensive player. When 50, it matters, he gets the rock. Yeah, at fifty nine hundred, give me Will Shipley. I love the play. Actually, I wanted to get him in my flex spot. I I just couldn't make it happen. You know, I, I had all the other guys in there. I couldn't to, to my flex guys five point one k. I couldn't subtract eight hundred dollars from anybody else to make it work. But I do like the play. I think Shipley's gonna have a big game. All right, so now we jump over to the wideouts. I know you got four. I only have three. You lead the way. Yeah, so my wideouts are all from 4.7K to 5.4K. And actually, they're not all wideouts. The funny thing about my lineup here is I have two quarterbacks, two running backs, two receivers, two tight ends. <laughs> so who do you want first? My my Diversify. receivers are my tight ends. Uh <laughs> receivers. All right. The first guy is Anaya Smith, Texas AM. I've mentioned his name a lot, kind of started the season off slow coming back from the injury. But last two games, seven for 127, five for 78. Hasn't found the end zone yet. Positive touchdown regression candidate. And he, I think he's especially a good play if Noah Thomas is out again. Uh, what's his price tag? 5.2K. Mm, I, oh, I had him on my roster for a second and then mm. I and then I dipped out on him. But uh interesting. Interesting. Um, okay, well, uh, Jump on over to uh so that's that's one, right? Yes. Yep. Um I'm curious then uh who you would have then as your second wideout. Give me your top two wideouts. All right, so this is my only other receiver because I have two tight ends, but um and this is the only spot I didn't feel great about, but I went Kentucky's Dane Key for five point one K. He's been productive in every game this season without having any monster games yet, but this is the first time that Kentucky will probably have to play their starters the whole game. There, I think there was one game against one of the inferior opponents that was kind of close. So Kentucky's got three pass catchers. Not quite sure who's gonna have the best day, but I'm taking a chance on Dane Key 5.1k. Uh, I, I I don't know Devin Leary. How's he looking by the way? You think he's a stud? I don't think he's a stud, but I think he's solid. Yeah. Uh, well, look, they're at they're at home. Florida's not, not anything great. Yeah, I mean, I think Kentucky's going to win. Not ex- not you, thrilled about the offense of Kentucky, but do you have anybody in that range where you prefer more? What what was that price? Five point one k. 
I mean, and it five, should be noted that I only have hundred dollars left on the uh, table. You sandbagging son of a gun! Because I was going to say, Cam Campers, my one of my wideouts. Uh, it's a guy I think is coming all along at five point three k out of Lancaster, Texas. Uh, it's a guy that had four catches for 103 yards and a touchdown against Akron the week before that against Louisville. He had 74 yards, getting almost 25 yards a catch. I think he's, they got to find creative ways to get him the ball. Uh, and I actually think that game could be a little bit of a shootout, uh, Indiana and Maryland. So he's not my highest price wideout, but he is in that range. I don't know if you want to do that, but that's fine. Uh, I mean, I like Cam Camper. I think he's a very good receiver. I just think it's unfortunate he's been stuck on a team with bad quarterback play for the last couple of years. What he would he would die to have Michael Penix back in Bloomington. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really would. He really would. Yeah, yeah. So um, I like the play. My my uh, top price wideout though is uh, a guy who's coming home. All right, this is a Colorado Buffalo for two years before he. For he sold his soul to the devil and went to USC. I'm talking about Jerry Rice's son, Brendan Rice. Um, I think, I think he's probably the top target target for Caleb Williams. If you watch the Arizona State game last week, I feel like every target was going to to Brent Brendan Rice. Sixty four hundred dollars. The guy's a stud. He should have never left Colorado. Instead, he goes over to USC. Just so what? They can lose to Utah every time. Be be a part of something exciting here. You, look, Deion Sanders is your old. Father's teammate. All right. Get a, get on over there. All right. No, Brendan Rice is a stud, though. I love his game. Even first time he touched the ball at Colorado, I was like, whoa, he's a stud. 6,400. It makes sense to get pieces of this game. My problem with the um, USC receivers is that there's too many of them, and you don't know who's going to have the top game. I kind of like Zachariah Branch for 6.1K better. I was trying to get him wait, in my wait, lineup. But against his old team? You don't think it's personal? I. Not not really. It's not like Colorado kicked him out or anything. And his old team, everybody's different. The, the coaching staff is entirely different. The whole roster is different. He's facing off against potentially Deion Sanders' son. Come on. Well, that's you know that's a little interesting, you know. But um, I, I think I like Branch better personally. But I didn't have enough money for either. So who am I to say? Well, I only have one player left, so I think you got to name uh, one Not of your tight ends here. Because I have two. It's my two tight ends, and uh, the first one, Brock Bowers, five point four k. I mentioned I thought his name about often. it, man. I thought about it. I think this could be a big game for him. He finally had his big first big game last week, going nine for one twenty one and two touchdowns. Maybe Carson Beck has come to the realization that he has one of the best players in the country, regardless of position right there where he can throw in the ball, especially with injuries to like McConkey and a bunch of new receivers there go to, you know, Mr. De- Mr. Dependable Brock Bowers, go to him early and often. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like it. My final guy, I, I believe is a uh, tight end too out there with Maryland, Corey Dykes. All right. Uh, 17 <laughs> for two Oh four. Uh, only one touchdown in the season, but I think he's solid. I think, and I think this game, you know, the Maryland's key to winning, I feel like is uh, getting the ball out there in the air. I wanted to, I almost took Caden Prather, but uh, give me Dykes, their top receiver as far as receptions. How about you? He's solid, uh, but no, I, I have a better tight end uh, Jatavian Sanders for Texas. When, and also kind of like Bowers in big games, he steps up. He had five for one fourteen versus Bama five versus one five for one ten against Baylor last weekend. So, you know, playing Kansas, there's going to be a lot of points in that game. I like Jay Tavian Sanders to have another big day. 
All righty. Hey, I like it. Um, okay. Well, uh, now this is the slate. I did not like the most, but uh, let's talk about it. The Saturday night slate. I only did one quarterback. Wow. That is extremely rare for you. And uh, funny that I only did one quarterback as well. Four. I struggled who to roster also. I went with four running backs. I went with three running backs, four receivers. Let's so, get to it. Uh, I'm curious as to who your one quarterback is. I, 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 can I place a bet? Yep. Sam Hartman. Nope. Oh, Spencer Rattler against the Tennessee defense. I don't trust. Yeah. I could have gone with Milton. I thought I was, I was either going to go Milton or Rattler. I thought about both of them. Um, the guy I went with was cheaper than Gabriel Milton and Hartman. He wasn't cheaper than Rattler. Rattler was in my lineup for a minute, but I just, I don't know. Maybe I kind of remembered that UNC game. Um, I settled on Chandler Morris for 8.2 K. I almost went with him too. That was going to be my, if I was going to go second quarterback, I think that's the only option you could do him or Milton. Um, I mean, Morris is a safe bet. He's been at least 26 fancy points every game this year. He's at home. West Virginia does have a pretty good defense, but I think TCU is going to do enough to at least, you know, be worth his 8.2 K salary. Uh, all right. Well, look, uh, my top running back. Like I said, I just loaded up four running backs. Old school, baby. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Wishbone, triple option. I told you I locked up. I know we had a lock battle last night um, between Duke and Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is going to be able to win the game basically on their line of scrimmage. And that is, that means. They're going to give a big dose of the carries to one of the best running backs in America, Aldrick Estime. Play the music. Seventy-nine hundred. We're bargain shopping here. Should be more expensive. This guys, average eight yards of fucking rush. Get the hell out of here. Like I know I'm, I know I'm wearing the Duke shirt here, and I know Mike Elko is a hell of a defensive mind, but Duke is undersized in this matchup, and Notre Dame would be wild eyes to feed estimate, you know, as much as possible. He's also coming off of a kind of a quiet game against the Buckeyes. So a little bit of a bounce back spot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So my second highest price running back is your boy, Amani Bailey, TCU 81 rushes music four, again. Oh, look at this <laughs> 41, 81 rushes four to 83 yards, six yards of rush, two touchdowns. Got another one in the air, I think, but uh, yeah, he's a stud, and I think I'm intrigued by that Dub V TCU game. Okay, so you have the same running back. Uh, my and twin- I, uh, I also uh, did your thing. I, I stacked a quarterback and running back actually, which I usually don't do, but I thought it just made sense here. Oh, how funny! Uh, <laughs> well, look, uh, I'm gonna s- to flip over to the the same side, same game, other side. C.J. Donaldson. Look, West Virginia, I think, has the second best offensive line in the Big Twelve. And I uh, think CJ Donaldson is a very underrated running back and 64 carries 287 yards, three touchdowns folks. This kid out of Miami, Florida, I think is about to have a big day. Now, Texas tech's run defense, actually not terrible. Go back to the pit. TCU. Game. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Okay. Yeah. My, okay. Last week. I got you. Go back to the pit game. 18 for one Oh two and a touchdown. 
the Penn State game, 18 for 81 and a touchdown. I and I don't I'm not super impressed with TCU's run defense. I think dub V that's their edge. That's why I took a dub V to cover. And I think you might even want to consider sprinkling the money line. Uh, I think CJ Donaldson is going to get his, what are you doing here? I like the play. He was in my lineup at one point uh, did not make it. You know, he got chopped off on the cutting room floor. I ended up taking a receiver that was in the same range more so than him, but I do like the play. He, he almost was in here for me. All right. Well, look, uh, I have one running back left. If, I don't know if you want me to name it now. Well, I, I, it's my turn here. So I'll yeah. get my last running back, my, my yeah. third running back and uh, Virginia tech, you know, believe it or not, their uh, rushing defense sucks. They are currently ranked 122nd in the nation in stopping the run. And that's why I'm going to go pitch Rodney Hammond, not Rodney Hampton, Rodney Hammond. Um, that's what I said, I know I'm messing with you. Um, <laughs> Do I need to remind you what happened last year? Yeah, isn't the game where Abanaconda ran for like 400 yards and four touchdowns? 36 or rushes, <laughs> 36 rushes, 320 yards, and six touchdowns. All right. They averaged nine yards a rush on 36 Crazy. carries. Like sometimes you see nine yards a rush and you're like, oh, the guy only had seven carries, right? Means he popped the big one. He had 36 <laughs> rushes at nine yards a carry. That's fucking insane. And look, I think Narduzzi knows after watching Rutgers and after watching Marshall run wild against the Hokies. That's why I kind of like Pitt to win that game. I think they're going to run it right down their fucking throat all game. And I think the Pitt Panthers are going to come away victorious in Blacksburg. Uh, so yeah, I loaded up. I thought that was the one that just jumped out to me. I like it. Yeah. Um, so uh, look, yeah. that's my, that's yeah, my exactly. final running back. So I, I have three wideouts. Go with your wideouts. I have. I have four, so I might as well start. Uh, I'd be shocked if you didn't roster this guy and stack him with Rattler. But Xavier Leggett is quietly putting up some of the best wide receiver stats in the country. Oh yeah, absolute stud! Absolute stud! Five, five for one eighty-nine and two touchdowns last week against Mississippi State. Nine for one seventy-eight against UNC. Even against Georgia, he went seven for seventy-one. He's only 6.1 K really. Yeah. Undervalued undervalued. Uh, so yeah, I'm with you. Um, my second guy yeah. is only a hundred dollars cheaper. This is the Michigan transfer now in Norman, Oklahoma Andrell Anthony back to back 100 yard games. I think we have Dylan Gabriel's new favorite target. Uh, this is the guy I could have went with CJ Donaldson because Donaldson is what 5.9 K. Yeah. There's battle. a side bet if you Let's want to battle. It. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Donaldson versus uh Anderson. Let's go. Uh my second wide out is a guy that leads the Tennessee Volunteers in receptions. I want to see him break one though, but uh Squirrel White. Look, one of the better names in college football and uh I expect a lot of offense in this game. So Squirrel White at uh 5800 is my second to last final player. Tennessee's receivers have been iffy so far this year. You know, I, I thought Squirrel White was going to have a bigger uh, year. I thought uh, Brew McCoy was going to have a bigger year. It, it seems like they're missing uh, Cedric Tillman and who's the guy that went to the Giants, Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I thought the, I thought these guys on this year's team are going to be able to step up and kind of produce the same way, but so far not quite yet. I don't mind the play because maybe it's coming. But um, and I didn't have that kind of money. My next guy, 
4,800 Jalen Knoll. My bring back in that uh, Oklahoma ISU game uh, with, with Xavier Hutchinson in the NFL, Jalen Knoll is now ISU's wide receiver one. And uh, I like what he did last year against Oklahoma seven for 54 and a touchdown. I think he can have a, a solid, you know, solid day at a, a price below 5k. Hmm. I was considering taking him, but I ended up with 4,500. My final guy, former, former Notre Dame running back, Chris Tyree. This guy is a matchup nightmare. Nine catches, 241 yards, two touchdowns in the, in the receiving game. And he kind of plays that slot backs, you know? So I just think he's a tough, tough guy to guard. So I went with Chris Tyree. Do you have any money left? 700. So I went with a different receiver for Notre Dame Tyree, you know, I, for some reason they are not giving him the ball as much as I thought they would. If you look at these are leading you know, receivers this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, so catches this year, the, the, the most he's had in a game is, is three and that was yeah. against Tennessee state. So the last two weeks, two catches, two catches, one catch. I went with a guy who kind of came onto the scene last week. Uh, Mitchell Evans, 4.8 K went seven for 75 versus the Buckeyes. And also it looks like Jaden Thomas is questionable. If so, I expect Mitchell Evans, the bigger target compared to Tyree to, to get more targets. He might get more targets, but Tyree's the home run threat, man. Bray had a 76 yarder earlier this year. You're, Let's you're do little, it. Another side bet. Your tight ends longest catch of the year is 25 fucking yards. All right. I like the, I like to, to, to blow it out the water. Let's go side bet. Let's go. That's my roster. Who the hell's your last guy? No, that's uh. I think that's mine too, buddy. All right. Well, uh, folks, do, 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 do that's everybody. I'm going to kick your ass. That's our show. I'll be back in about an hour and a half with CJ Sullivan on the, uh, the, the weekend bombs edition, part of the C block subscribe to the college football experience, uh, wherever podcasts can be found. Hop on over to iTunes, please. If you can give us a five-star review it means a lot. Comp- uh, you know, sponsors look at that shit. Uh, and give NC Nick a follow. We invite you to come play DFS with us. He tweet out a invite from his Twitter account at NC underscore underscore N I C K. We will also do our best to retweet that from the college football experience account, which is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D and, uh, the college football experience. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, later tonight, we will have an FCS week five preview and picks. I host the FCS college football experience subscribe to that podcast. I also host, host the college basketball experience. We're doing a Atlantic sun preview later tonight as well. So check out that and then uh, make sure you check out the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick and myself. And we now have the big 12 experience. All those, all of these are separate podcasts. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. So you want to be subscribed over there. Check out the sports gambling podcast, get that SGPN app in the app store and Google play store. And uh, also come talk DFS with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord until next time, folks, this is the college football experience DFS style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. You and the whole team's good.